morning, good evening, good afternoon. As long as it's all good, welcome to the house that happens. Sponsored by Shuey's Bar and Grill. The only place to be in suburban Etobicoke. Voted four times the best dive bar in the province, perhaps in the country. And we come here because we keep the vibe alive. Hi, my name is Cruz. And I'm Andrew Milani. And this is the hockey-centric edition of The House That Happens, where we keep tabs on the Habs. How you been, Andrew? I'm good. How about you, Cruz? Not too bad. It's been an interesting week in hockey, considering the fact that I have to start considering the Toronto Maple Leafs as one of the best teams in the NHL. I would agree. They're playing like a team possessed I right don't want to agree, but... But nothing good comes <laughs> after but. No, I, I really said, like, especially in the last games, um, what, what we got to talk about, because we are in, uh, knowing at Shoeys, we, we try to split our time between the Habs and the Leafs, as everyone know. But it would be um, remiss of me if I didn't say in the last two weeks, Toronto's probably played the best hockey in the NHL, and that's over the Bruins and the hot New Jersey Devils. You really think so? Not Because like, oh, I would yeah. kind of put them even. I don't know if I'd put them above, but... I mean, I guess with the quality games, like that's saying, what like I'm the, thinking. The, they, the Dallas's they played, and and uh, they played they they st- they played Jersey, and who else they played? L.A. L.A. Yeah. Well, L.A. wasn't the L.A. not that good. No. Well, more on the Western Conference a little bit later, but. Uh, but in any event, I'm just saying that it's interesting because you guys were missing Riley and you were missing Brody. And I, as I said last week, and I've really and noticed... Muzzin. It, and Muzzin. And Muzzin. The guy we keep forgetting. Can we have a big shout out? If Jake Muzzin is listening, we're we're hope. We're not sure. We're going to hope that we uh, that his health is great because here at the house that happens, no matter what team you play for, whether we like you or not, your health is the most significant thing. Yeah, agreed. Because you live longer than you ever play the game, so to speak. Yeah. But on that note, having Toronto being down in, Brody is coming back. I'm very impressed with the way that Toronto forechecks with that guy that loops back behind the defense because everyone said when they lost those two guys and their goaltending was going to be suspect, where's Toronto going to be? Are you worried about the goaltending right now, bro? Oh, absolutely not. Not. Oh, Even I, the defense, I'm uh, trying to have like second thoughts of me being wrong on them early on this season. Sandinia, you got to give him some right. Sandin, Milligan, Giordano playing like oh, 22 minutes, 23 Giordano minutes a night. Is, Giordano is, is freaking me out because of, of his age and stuff. But remember earlier in the year, you were telling me that when Sandin was on the ice, you were ducking under the pillow. Are you yeah. doing that now? Not so much anymore. Like him and Lilligren, that's a solid second pair I think right that now. they shouldn't even take uh, – they could be No, I think I, th- I think Lilligren's going to be playing with Riley. Once so he comes who's going to play? So a Brody's going to drop down and play with? Uh, um, I think you tried Brody, uh, Brody Giordano. Like they played together in Calgary. So who's going to Sandine play? He's going to play with the plumber. <laughs> Come on. So you put. So who do you I have? Sandine with uh, Brody or? I would uh, no. I'd rather keep Sandine with Lelegren and tell Riley learn how to score. Because I ain't done with Riley, your number one scoring defenseman, and he hasn't got more goals than Aberjacky in Montreal. Who we're never benching again, by the way, but we'll get to He's, that. He has the assist, though. He's feeding those other guys. If your guy is supposed to be his top-scoring defenseman in the NHL, he got to score a goal. A goal. Okay. A goal. So they've, he's Small played. sample size. Oh, in 15? What do you play, 15 games? Yeah, it's, that's a small so sample size. Score. So that means over the course of the year, he would score, what, five goals? Sure. And he's a scoring defenseman? I think yeah, he's but he's overrated. a defenseman. He get cut. You know what? No, I, pr- defenseman's main job I is getting assists. Can I say something? I think the Leafs are be- playing better without Riley. <laughs> I think he's playing better without Riley, if you know what I mean. By the way, we got Jody Levi in the house. He doesn't have a microphone. We were going to give him one. but Otobico Jody. Jody. Whoever's in charge of splitting and lines up because they've done a lot of line juggling lately seems to be paying off. Okay, look at that. I don't think Marner's happy being away from Matthews. But I think that 
it's a winning formula. For exactly. They've switched it up and it's working. We should have gotten you a microphone. We told you that before coming in, but Jody's a kind of stubborn guy there, uh, Andrew, but we'll go with that. But one of the things we're going to say, it's interesting you said they split up the lines because um, the cool thing was when the, the other night when they kept the streak going, when Matthews pushed it up for the empty net thing where Matthews was looking for Mariners, so they don't knew yeah. each other, but yeah. that situation is kind of cool. But I'm with you on this. I don't think that they should split up Mariner and Tavares right now because they're playing well together, and Matthews is playing very well with Neil. Consider they're both shooters. Yeah. I mean, those guys can play. Well, Nylander is, I think, as Corey, he's more of a puck mover, don't you think? But yeah, he's been but shooting he's the puck a lot finally. lately. He's finally, after years, yeah. yeah. him, him Matthew. Fed Matthews oh yeah, for that goal. Like, hit through the, he, and apparently he was returning the favor, but. Watch him come alive now that he's got Matthews. I think that Nylander shoot way more than I've seen. Like you said, he's always been the Swedish playmaker, million. so to speak, yeah. right? No, but him, Tavares, and Matthews, they're all on 40-goal pace, I believe. Yes, they are, and they're the only yeah. team in the league with four guys that have over 25 <laughs> points. Don't they have their now left 40? But they're no, only, that's the way it should be, the way they're, they're paying them. Yeah, yeah but there's, they're the only team with four guys with that many points. It's more even the points between them this oh, year than yeah, has been in years yeah, past. And that, which would, leads me to two things. Number one is Matthews is having a solid season. Okay, like okay, he's not on pace to have the same amount of goals he had last year. Who cares? I think I think he'll still finish with fifty. I think oh, yeah. over forty for sure. But here's what I'm going to give Matthews more of this year. He's yeah, knocking he's guys on their ass, and he's way more responsible defensively. Another one about time. You know, he, he's, he's always what? had that big frame, but like he's never ne never done nothing. Exactly. And now look at it. he's playing both ends of the rink, which is going to be very important in the playoffs. Because oh, yeah. sometimes Matthews was on the ice. When that bad goal scored, that screwed up Toronto because he didn't take up his defensive assignment more seriously. But nobody would say that because he's Austin Matthews. Yeah. So he's beyond criticism at times. You know what I mean? But speaking of defensive um, responsibilities, which is going <laughs> to sound guy, eh? oxymoronic. Oh. Oxymoronic is... Second. I had a point there that I want to say that. But I think you're right, Cruz, in saying that. Austin looked kind of uh, lost out there. You know, he's looking for his wingman, friggin' Marner. They play electric together. They go together like peanut butter jelly. But, you know what? They And they split them up. Yeah, both lines are doing well. And then did you see when they put them back together for the... It, they're just electric. It's almost like they know each other. And it's it's a shame to well, split it's them up. But like I said, it's it's working out. It's instant chemistry with them. I mean, how can it not be? Have like a premier, like arguably the best goal scorer in the league, with arguably one of the best oh, playmakers. Oh, in the oh yeah, league. there's no so doubt. About much time together. It's like they know. But now that the, you know what happened though, I'm, I often wondered this: was it Elliot Freeman and the press that broke all this up? Because let's go back to the ten game point oh, in go. Toronto. Everybody was calling it, was it doom a disaster, and doom and gloom everywhere yeah. they went. And my thing was, if we could go back a few episodes, my my was this: Hey, Toronto fans, this is a little too early to go into panic mode and then but you did have the goalie issue with guys getting injured which was another issue like are we going to have goaltending which i think you yeah. guys are pretty settled on but the point i want to make is this is is uh, mitch marner a legitimate frank selkie trophy I think he candidate be, I think he, he should be Wayne Gretzky. and don't forget and the reason i'm saying that oh you'll never touch his stats of course because the game's changed technology's got a lot better etc but he's got the right idea this kid may just freaking be one of the top players ever ever well, I'm not going to go that far because he's too small. So small players don't yeah, last that long. But, it's, but, it's, it's but you can't catch him, though. Oh, hey, I know. Let's bring back some big, heavy hitters that know how to throw a hip jack for guys. Nobody knows how to do that except okay, Aberjacky. And every time he hits somebody, they send him to the penalty box because the game got soft for the new millennials. So let it hit a guy and let it be real. Come on. You can't hit a check a guy. What? 
it's been evolved. It's evolved now to a skills based. I agree, but if the guy's going down the wing and you throw it your ass and he goes over your thing, you shouldn't go to the penalty box. You should have had your head up. Yeah. Agreed, but let's wait a second. Did you see Aberjacky threw that uh, last week against Edmonton behind the net? Yes. Nailed the guy and went to the penalty box. Yeah. That he was the cleanest it. hit I've seen all season long, and they sent him to the box the because they make the game softer the for the new millennials that play too much freaking computer games. They want the game to go that fast. No, man, hit somebody. Slow him down. Okay. Ah. Tom Cochran says it in his song. Who are the ones that win the biggest, the strongest, if you know every NHL winning Stanley Cup team has always been the big, big guys that can say, I'll never forget Char against Mitch Marner just taking him out like one. Okay, that was then and this is now. Like but I'm gonna I'm gonna push I'm gonna give you a little push back on that. No, no, I'm gonna give you a little push back on that in this way. You gotta have I'll say the big defensemen. You always have the big defensemen well, so they can the move guys around. But you're going to win. Let's go back Let's go back to Peter Forsberg. Was Peter Forsberg a good guy? No. Won the Stanley Cup. Was Steve Eisenman <laughs> a big guy? No. Won, won the Stanley Cup. Um, what's his name? No, Stamkos is a pretty big guy, and he's won some Stanley Cups. Well, you know the guys like even lately? Is, is Marshawn and what's his name? Um... Uh, Bergeron, are they big players? No, but they have wingers and defensemen that are pretty yeah, big. Wait, wait. Mar- Marshawn, love him or hate him, plays a different kind of style of hockey. And if he's he vermin. Him, wait a second. He's East Coast stuff. Vermin. Guy, and I look at him, I said, tie up his skates. Look how loose his skate. He was the guy at the Pond Arena that would stay until it would close with the loose skate. And he'd keep tripping him. That's the kind of hockey he plays, and he's great at it. He's vermin. I don't care what you said. I don't even going to let this guy in the show. We spent that much time talking about that piece of vermin. Shh. I'm not going to let that happen again. He's a Boston Bruin. We're at Shoeys. Do you know what you think of Boston Bruins at this house? And you know what? A lot of Toronto people feel the same way. So I'm going to give you nothing. I hope that they, I hope they lose. I hope they win them in the President's Trophy and get knocked out in the first round. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about Mitch Marner. Hold on there. Who's going to hoist the cup? Montreal Canadiens. But that's yeah, another right. story. Anyways, I didn't get back. Andrew, yeah, seriously, right. do you think do you think we should Mariner should be considered for Frank Selke? I think he should be considered for that and the heart. Okay, I'll go. He's, he's talking his way into yeah. the heart right now. Selke definitely, and like we've we've talked about this before. The Selke is uh, it's based we on reputation. We have a varying. We have a varying degree in this. I still think it should be the guy that's checking. That's why well, I like it. I agree with you, but I'm just saying this is the way how it is. It's, I, it's a I'm reputation not, award. I'm not. I can't. It's it's based on like the guy who's like you got to show that you're that best like two-way player for a yeah. while. Bergeron didn't get those awards right away, but no, now he no. can't stop winning it. Yeah, which is, come on. No, I agree. I it was Datsuk, then it was him. Yeah, Datsuk was a deserving player, though. That's my example. Like, I, I'm glad you brought him up because I can compare him to Mitch Marner because Datsuk was always a top 10 scorer. Remember, he was always oh, yeah. a top 15 like, scorer. Like, good for 90 points every year. Yeah, 90, and when and, scoring was low. And then his plus minus was always over 20. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, uh, Jody, you don't know this. Is I hate analytics, but I like plus minus. So, does that make me oxymoronic? Yes, I'm not really does. sure. Because that's oh, the only oh, metric oh. I like. It's the only metric I like. But the bottom line is... How's, that, I, how's well, Montreal's team plus minus? We're going to get there in a minute. That's, that we didn't, we weren't talking about Montreal. So, Why talk about Montreal? I, uh, about the Lady Bing Award. Who's going to win that? We'll get to that in a minute. Should we're be gonna, Marner. He plays penalty kill. He's great. He's one of the best. Two eight forwards always first out there on the penalty kill. Uh, always, always, always. He does a fantastic Short job down there. Goals. So, Lloyd, Lady Bing, Lady Bing, sometimes means to me you were a little bit soft. 
Didn't Matthews win Lady Bing? It used to he be did. a game. He did. Yeah, why? Well, I, I think he, he won. I think he won Lady because he wore a skirt those seasons. So when, when, when Matthews won, wore the skirt, he got the Lady Bing. I don't know if I really want to win the Lady Bing, to tell you the truth. I don't want Marner to go there because part of the reason is, is that Marner. It's a pretty prestigious award. Oh, <laughs> no kidding. But not that, that doesn't mean it's going to be my fave. You know what I mean? You're saying you wouldn't want to win one, though. Uh, Matthews never won it, by the way. Oh, he didn't? He was a runner up one year, he, I believe. A couple years, I believe. He was the only player in the NHL history ever. To win the Lady Bing, Rookie of the Year, and the Stanley Cup in the same season. What? Lady Bing. Lady Bing, Bing. Rookie of the Year, and the Stanley Cup. Yep. All in the same season. Okay. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you about this because I think he's got one of them wrong because he's getting the Bobby Orr. He's getting into Bobby Orr. No, he's getting the Bobby Orr era in here. No, no. Lady Bing, Rookie of the Year, and the Stanley Cup. He's passed away. I'll give you Anyway, so. Yeah, I knew it was an old-timer. I know that. Lady Bing, who Stanley Cup. And who else? Lady Bing, Stanley Cup, and Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. In his first year in the Okay, and he's no. dead now. Does he, did he play oh, for come the, on. I just saw this. Did he play for the Boston Bruins? Yes. I'm going to look this up. the Toronto Maple Leafs. So is it Norm Allman? No. Then it was... Bo- I don't know him. And I know him. Oh, no, it is. I'm, I'm going to tell you who it is. Um, Dave Keon. I'm close. I'm getting closer. Ron Ellis. Check it out. Here, I'll Google it. If it's it. Leafs, it's got to be uh, Ron Dave Keon. Then. Or Dave Keon, yeah. Because I think, but it, was he a rookie oh, that year? Locked. It was he was he um did, was he a rookie that year they won the Stanley Cup? Anyway, sorry. I uh, thought it could. Go ahead. No, that's an interesting stat because we are discussing whether or not Mitch Marner should be eligible to win the Frank Selke Trophy. And I see him out there, and I think Definitely. he's a great, great checker. Look what happened the other night. The, okay, we got to give Murray a lot of credit because he played great goal. But um, Jason Robertson, that was the end of his 18-game Scoring Sad. streak. Uh, he's had such terrible luck. Still, uh, no, not but his brother didn't score. Oh, oh yeah, that's the best part. Yeah, yeah, his brother didn't correction, score. Correction, the Allen Cup. What's that? Uh, oh, that's the that's the amateur. Uh, okay, okay he's just Allen now Cup, banished from the, the podcast from now on. The Stanley Cup, while still a junior. He won them all in the same Sorry, season. There's the correct question. Brendan Shanahan. No. Who? Okay, normal moment. So, uh, okay, tune in next week. You know what? We're going to fire this guy, Andrew. You know what I mean? Come in. No, you, we, there's no cliffhangers on the house that happens. Yeah, yeah no cliffhangers, but you got to let us know. Danny Lewicki. Okay. And Who? I've got signed up. He was a good guy, good drinking. Danny Lewicki? Yep. Was he from Mimico? No, he played from Toronto Maple Leafs, Blackhawks, Rangers. I don't know. NHL in the 50s and 60s. Shh. He's the only guy to ever won it. Can we call security now? <laughs> Can we call security? Bringing up this guy here, I I, I don't. Anyways, the okay. bottom line is. Well, well, I got another thing to say about the Leafs. That third and fourth line, they're oh, finally giving the team what they need. Did I? Okay, Mr. Milani, me who is no yeah, Leaf guy, I want to go back to the last episode and what did I say to you that really impresses me about the Toronto Maple oh, yeah, Leafs? The third and fourth line. The third and fourth lines. Like yeah. when they put all your four big money guys out on the power play, I notice as soon as those guys off. One of those third or fourth line comes on, Kerfoot, the Reese guy, they all skate. Camp. I love Camp. Camp, yes. They all, they, all, they all skate. Like I'm saying that really, and at the speed at which they play. Oh, they're uh, all good skaters. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And that's what really impresses me about them because I'm not going to And the other night they gave him some power play time. 
Engvall plays a little bit of power play. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. gave him some little power play. Cause, and you know what it was, too? Because did you notice that? Um, and this is, I got to give Keith, as a coach, some credit for this, for keeping these guys on their, their high end of playing, being that when they get out there, they don't let the, the um, my favorite thing, the flow of the game, because like you were saying, the third and fourth line, the way they skate is really good. So I don't want to compare because we're not even in that league right now as opposed to my Montreal Canadiens. First of all, every game, I don't know who's going to be the fourth line. And sometimes we have seven defensemen. So our lineup gets a little weird so that when the games get like that, it's good because we maybe play only three lines or less. Guys get more ice time. But I'm liking the Toronto Maple Leafs four-line rotation. You, you sound like you're contradicting yourself. They're going to make the playoffs, but... Uh... I'm not contradicting. They're going to make it. I'm just saying we got to work on a fourth line. we got 60 games to find it or 55 to find it. But we really have a rough fourth line. I, I'm looking at your fourth line. Jake Stop Evans, it. Rem oh. Pitlick, and Michael oh. Pizzetta. Oh. How about oh. them for some oh. names? You're killing me. I look at it. You know what I hate the most? When they, the hockey game starts, and if I don't look at left wing lock or know the thing before the game, then what I do is this. I always check at the beginning. You know how they flash the lines yeah. on the top of the thing? And when Montreal's lines come, I get nervous. Who's on the fourth line tonight? You know the greatest thing about the Montreal Canadiens? No disrespect. Ah. Druin is not playing. Oh, yeah. Druin's in the bench. Like He's done. I think he's done, too. Isn't that sad? How old is he? 26? I mean, well, uh, he's done with the Habs. Is he coming back? No, he's done you his he's career. Done? No, no, who's going to pick other him up now? Some other team's going to take uh, okay, a chance so on then, him. Okay, so you know what he's going to be? He's going to be the Johnny Manziel of the NHL where he was supposed to be so good, but then he went to another team, and then another team gave him a chance, and then he's got to go. I don't know. I never thought, like, I don't know, looking back, like, how funny is it that people, like, had him ranked ahead of uh, Nathan McKinnon back in his draft? Good weed. <laughs> Good weed. Like, how do Great you figure? Weed. Like, look, look at, look at Nathan McKinnon and look at Druan. What's what were the scouts looking at? And McKinnon's a bigger man. Yep. You know what I mean? You know what it was. And I and I and I'm going to say this too because there's a few other guys around the league. We're going to do an episode on picking these up. Is that no disrespect? But where did he play junior hockey? In the queue, right? Yeah, with Halifax. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in the queue, what do they do? They play a lot of pond hockey in the queue at times. That's why the the, uh, the at the same time though, like McKinnon played there, Crosby played there. Oh, but there's always going to be a guys that cream run to the top. I'm just saying they play more offense there. You know what the old thing is? If you want a goaltender, you go to the Q. You want a defenseman, you go to the W. Yeah. You know what okay, I mean? Fair like, you know what I'm saying? Like that kind of thinking. So the open is. So now when Drew Ann's doing all that open ice stuff that he did in yeah, junior. Yeah, it's not going to cut it in the show. No, it didn't cut it. And he's getting his ass knocked off. Going through it. You know, sometimes he drew and got hit because he's dipsy doodling back in his Tampa days. Yep. Remember him going oh, That's why to I got him out of town. That's right, because he's that, doing that, that how, move. By the way, that trade. we got to mention that. Oh, now he's going to make me feel bad again all day. How do we give up? Everyone's looking for defensemen forever, and Montreal in the last 10 years has made some of the stupidest trades ever. McDonough, Sergachev. Oh, yeah. And, and, and no, Both we, end up finding their way uh, with the Stanley Cup with Tampa. But, well, two cups. Do you think now, though, uh, I didn't I didn't want to trade Romanoff. Do you think it's getting a little bit even, that trade? Because Doc has been playing very well for Montreal. Kirby Doc's been playing very well for Montreal, especially since we moved him to the wing. He's back on third-line center, though, it looks like. What's what tonight? So who's playing with Suzuki and Cofield? Josh Anderson. Oh, he should have stayed there, but I guess they needed to switch it around. But so is Doc. What's he going to do it tonight? Well, who have they got him playing with? Uh, Slavkovsky and Hoffman. That. Oh, that's okay then, because then Monahan and what's his name are on the other line, right? Monahan. It looks like he's not in the lineup. Why? I don't. Uh, this is updated today at noon. At so noon, and he's not in the lineup. Yeah, he's not in the lineup. 
What's going on? Aberjack, he's on defense, though, right? He's, he's penciled in. He's got to be. We never let him sit again. Who's Aberjack? Oh, uh, uh, Jackass? Yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah, his whole name is Aberjack. We, we you, know, you, know, you know the guy. Uh, the guy that hip checks Monahan guys. Monaghan is day-to-day. Oh, is that why it is? Monaghan, yeah. Savard, or day-to-day. Yeah, I knew Savard was day-to-day. That's why Monaghan's not in, because he's probably maybe a game-time decision or to let him sit tonight. How about that to Hab's defense, though? Right, listen, we, we were looking good for the first small sample size okay uh, okay but now no but you know what we did we got too many guys and i think that st louis is trying to make them all ha- happy and i don't think he should we should just go with no, you gotta, you gotta put, put out there the guys that you need to win that's what i'm saying so like why are we like oh because edmondson's making some money let's put him in the lineup oh weidman's making some well, money well, have no, yeah, then put Edmonton. the kids. Put the kids in. I'll play Gooley. I'll play Harris. I'll play Aberjacky. And and we got the veteran guy with Savard. Play all the kids. I don't want to play them. And you know what I want to do? I want them to bring up Logan Ma- Malo. And Mayu. I want Mayu. And I want him to bring up, what's his name that's playing for the Steelheads? Do you see the size of these guys? Well, he's, uh, if he's playing with the Steelheads, he's probably still over a year away then. Right? No, why not? You know what they, I think they got him down there is because they want him to get more. You know like they did with Gooley? They never brought Cooley up yeah. on Harris, and now look at them. So maybe that theory is working. Well, I, I think you should be careful with how you develop prospects. Like, if you rush them, you like look what the Leafs did with Luke Shen. Okay, that was a whole that, – that's because you had bad management, bad coaching, bad everyone rush. But no. Oh, the worst part about that is they had the chance to hire Joel Quenville as head coach, but who oh, they take instead? Ron that, Wilson. Uh, but Ron Wilson was a good coach. At the time, Man. he was pretty good. You know what I think Wilson was? I think he got exposed as a fraud in Toronto. You think so? Yeah. But he had a great record before that. Playing he, had on some that good play- he had some good players. Okay, That's so thing. you know what I think got Wilson out of town? The same thing that got Paul Maurice out of town. They got sick of the press. Both of them, you know what I mean? Like Paul Maurice, Paul Maurice good, is good, 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 but uh, is he that great, though, do you think? He went to Winnipeg and changed them. They got back up. Yeah, but then that, how that, that... He won a Stanley Cup. No, he didn't. Carolina, didn't he? Was no, he made it to the finals. Was it the finals? Okay, I In 2002, he no, he didn't win the Cup with them. Oh, he didn't win the cup. So who won the cup that year? Who was the coach for them? Didn't Carolina win one year with? Uh, um, what's his name? He is the coach. He's of, still coaching now. He's the coach of Washington now. What's his name? I'm blanking. He was coach of uh, the Flyers for a bit. Oh my god. Oh, me too. I know exactly. I can see his face. Okay, we'll get back at that when he hits the computer, which is my favorite subject. I can see the guy, but you can't. And I know who it is. But um, no, I think Montreal is doing the right thing. And like those guys, it's not like we're going to be rushing them up because they've been down there for all of last year. And now they're tearing it up this I know, year. defensemen, I think you need at least two years to develop. Okay, so though. this is their two years, but both Okay, there of you go then. Keep Let's them down. Get there. The Habs and get back to the Leafs tonight in Toronto against Calgary. I think, that, I think this game is more important to Calgary than it is to Toronto because well, they got Peter Laviolette. Oh, yeah, Peter Laviolette. Yeah, he won the cup, right? He's the cup winner. Hold on, Joe. He won, yeah, he's the guy that won the cup. And when he left, then Maurice came. I forgot about them. He's a good coach, too, but he's I another. I think so. But I think he's another one of those five year coaches. You're going to stay on the team for five years and the players start not listening to you anymore yeah, and you move yeah. on. That was the Larry Bird theory, which I think is great. But that's an interesting game tonight because Calgary and Edmonton, in my opinion, have both been kind of disappointing. Oh, uh, so let's move on to my Western Conference here we take. Go. Then. Yes, so okay. The Western Conference, especially the wild card, that's a shit show. Have you seen that standings? Yes. Have you seen those standings? Yes. And, and, and you know what? And they're not, I thought they were separating more, but the only ones that are falling off is like San Jose and. Uh, oh, the teams are already done. You yeah, knew they were not, done. Yeah, they're already going there. But that middle pack, who's coming out of that oh, mess? So, yeah, so in that category, that's like Edmonton, LA, Calgary, Minnesota. Vancouver, Nashville, and St. Louis. All of them within, Ugh. what, three points of each other, isn't it? Something like that, or five points with each other. Uh, well, I mean, St. Louis has fallen back a little bit, but it's eight uh, points still. 
between all those teams. All, only eight? Well, St. Yeah. Louis is well as Because I think that Dallas, Dallas, I don't think Seattle's going to be there at the end. I think they're going to come back to the pack. But Actually, I, they're only... Uh, they're only a point ahead of Edmonton, actually, so you might be right. Yeah, so I think they're going to come back. But I'm, I'm, I don't think their defense is very strong. I think that's no, a problem. No, no, it isn't. They play a bit of pond They can hockey. score. But, oh, yeah, but I think Dallas and um, Vegas are going to stay up there. I don't think those two teams Even are going to Even Winnipeg anywhere. looks legit Oh, again. yeah, and Winnipeg, yeah. Somehow, like, I don't know. That, that was Big a weird defenseman. One. Before, but, uh, Big defenseman. I know, but, like, but, but like, who do you think of on Winnipeg, though, when you thought the defense? You're like, ah, Josh Morrissey. Like, he's small. Let's be real. Okay, I don't really know the name of any of them. i got to remember him. But I see when they go out there, one guy's 6'1", one guy's 6'2". <laughs> like, they, they got big guys out there. But what's his name? Is You know what he is? He's their power play guy. Oh, Morrissey. Yeah, yeah. He's their more the, like the skilled yeah, he's guy. The that, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that kind of guy. And no, he's but like, smaller, but. If Winnipeg, beginning of the season, you're like, okay, they have, uh, oh my God, the, I'm blanking again, the coach that they just hired. Um, Winnipeg's coach? Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's been around forever, too. Rick Bonus. Yeah, Rick Bonus. Because you're like, because I don't know if you've seen his record as head coach. It fucking sucks. Yes. He's I, garbage. Mind you, he coached the Sens when they first started, and that's a notoriously bad team. I get that. But he's been the coach that always improved the team when we went to make, make the next step, they fire him. Yeah. You know that kind exactly, of coach? Yeah. He develops and goes, okay, we need the next one. Kind of like Toronto did when they, the Blue Jays, if you want to make the comparison, when Carlos Mon Montoya was there. Yeah. They had to move along, but then it got to a point where we got to get rid of you because you're not that guy. Bonus is like that. Why did they get rid of him? Winnipeg? Oh, yeah. the, 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 that locker room was in disarray. Yeah. 100%. They needed a change. A hundred percent. So anyway, yeah, but with Rick Bonus, like apparently they figured it out, and like I mean, good for him. I well, would not have thought that before the season. Okay, so when oh they didn't. This isn't the work. I had my my stats with me, but I don't know a lot of these Winnipeg defensemen, so to speak, and they're all young, but they're they're six footers. You know what I mean? And I'm and I'm saying like you know Jody. You well, said Brendan early, Dillon's yeah, like big. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah that's Logan, Stan Logan, Logan Stanley's a big boy too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. These guys are big, and and I think it's more big when you get to the playoffs because it's the yeah. wear down thing where it's the mm -hmm. every other night and everybody's bang and everyone's hitting. So you better look at Hedman is living proof. Or you have uh, what's his name on. Um, Colorado, who's was going to be, who's going to be the Macar? Macar, yeah. Oh, you you got to have him or a headman. Yeah. You got. There's no in between. Well, you, you need, it's an elite defenseman. That's yes, the an elite line. guy. Yeah, but yeah. it depends on what his skill set is. Sure, that can vary. That's fine. There's room for the for whatever there. But I mean, like, yeah, you just need that elite D. That's what's going to push you forward in the playoffs. And that, Jody, it's one of the things we've we've talked about. Now that you're here and you're a bit of a hockey guy, what's more important to you? Do you want to have the elite goalie or do you want to have the number one defenseman? I think uniforms are, is very important and looking proper. Like I like Ottawa the way with, with their costumes. No. Security, <laughs> security, no security. Sorry, what was it? Security. <laughs> what would you rather have? <laughs> an elite of who wears the bright yellow? That is the worst goddamn. Nashville. Color. You can yeah. the Predators. It looks like baby shit. The worst color you can wear on the ice in hockey. Call it Canadian. Call it whatever you want. Dude, they look god ghastly. I would say. I don't even like the uh, just maybe, speaking of uniforms. You know what uniforms I don't like? You know those Edmonton ones with the orange trim? Ugh. Those like th those look like video game stuff. Yeah. I don't I don't like Oh, that. Dallas has the ugly ones too where it's like the black with the neon oh, green those. Oh, that's suck. even worse. And even Seattle, Seattle's borderline with some sketchy. I think Vegas is too. I, oh, but no, it's Vegas. I can Los take Vegas cuz they're that glossy. The old, remember it's the got, old purple one with the crown on it? That's the vintage one. Yeah, yeah. What? Or the, with LA Vegas Kings? Yeah. That's never coming back because... Yeah, yeah, or the that, Vancouver Canucks are the only... 
That was good too. But the thing about the LA thing is people don't realize this. A lot of teams try to don't you don't realize what color are the uh, Los Angeles Lakers? Purple and gold. Oh, yeah. Who is there first, the Lakers well, or the or the, or the Kings? The Lakers. So when they came in, they tried to have the same colors. So now when you go to and then there's the other extreme. When Pittsburgh came in as a hockey team, they came in with the first team with the baby blues. They were the first baby blue team ever. Pittsburgh? With Pierre LaRouche back in the 70s. And what did they do? Eventually, they morphed into what? Oh, thank you. What did they morph into? They morphed into the same color as basically the Pittsburgh Steelers. I like that, though. I like when I do, too. The, when I like when the city does that. I do, too. I think it's kind of neat, too. Yeah. But, they, but when, when they go off the charts now, here's what I'm saying about Toronto is you'll never see the Raptors in blue ever. And blue is Toronto's color when you think about it. you got yeah, the yeah. Blue Jays and the Leafs. Yeah. You ever think you're going to see the Raptors in blue? Or, no. Or because Toronto, what about Toronto FC? Probably not either. Oh, they should have yeah, been. They should have been a blue team. But the reason is, is because I know the they're Raptors. They're the first are, Canadian team. Yeah. But I think the Raptors, the Raptors are going to say because the Raptors are going to say that way because it's, they're Canadian. They're considered Canada's team. So that's why they got that black, uh, red, white, black yeah. motif. We're always going to do like Team Canada there. So I can get it. But I, I agree with you that uh, – the motifs on all in the same city is great, but that's not our question. The question is right now is looking at the Toronto Maple Leafs. Do they have, a, if we want to say, an elite defenseman, an elite goalie? Do the they Toronto Maple Leafs? Listen, five defensemen. Not anymore. Not anymore. They're all back. But, Andrew, think about this. Does Toronto have an elite defenseman? No. Do they have an elite goalie? Uh, probably not, but I mean, they got they got good enough stuff back there, I think. I don't think that's going to be an issue. So then you have erased all opportunities for the Toronto Maple Leafs because according to your formula, they're not winning Stanley Cup this year. There have been year. exceptions, though. Okay, Pittsburgh won back-to-back back with that one. Did they? Didn't they? Do you think Latang's an elite defenseman? At the time, he was because he had no, the scoring. No. At the scoring, he was still... He, Riley's been a point-per-game guy. We're not putting him in that category. Because Riley didn't, he doesn't have Latang's shot or Latang's moxie. Or Latang's shot. Who, who's call, who's calling Latang? No. He had that low. He's got Remember, he kept the puck low on the That's power play. That's what Riley play. does. Uh, Riley shoots at a nine iron. I seen him go over the net. No, I'm not a Riley. As you can see, I'm not a Riley fan. I thought category. Riley was going to be a star defenseman. When I first seen Riley, I go, this guy's going to be a guy star. Guy can skate. Oh, that's all he can do. He gets caught up the ice more than anybody, and that's why I'm willing to believe that Toronto is playing better because the guys are forced to stay at home. Like, Keith's not giving them the free reign that he gave Brody and Riley. Mm -hmm. Possible? Do you think so? Because so Riley could be something to, to that. I think there is, because look at Riley. How many times he gets caught up the ice? Sometimes not of his own accord. But you know sure. what I'm saying up there? Yeah, so I, I noticed that the Leafs aren't getting all those, and especially that pass up the middle. That would kill them in the third oh. period when they lose. Yeah. Notice that kind of stuff has been wiped out because the way that they're playing positionally. And then a guy like Marner comes back on the end. Or when I, on the other line, uh, the guy that plays with Nylander and um, Bunting. Bunting, he always says he's the guy. Like, you know, when they're coming back, and you look at his own. See, Jody, I got this issue. When things go on in the hockey game, you know me, and you've been there when I PVR and I keep rewinding it, and you go, what are you doing? I got to see what he's doing. He's been there when I've done that. And when I'm rewinding it the third time, he's going, why, why are you rewinding it the third time and I said because I want to see I watch every guy like Andrew I'll turn the play back and go okay what was Andrew doing okay what was Jody doing what was Cruz doing and I'll watch every yeah. guy because I want to figure out how did that play get broken down or whatever it is I think the Leafs are good I predict the Leafs win tonight over Calgary 5-2 five 5-2 two. Five you've heard it here I first think, uh, I'm going to go with the Habs tonight by a one goal in regulation you're lucky because security was on the way here but we've decided to cut that off and let you stay. But on that note, we're coming to the end of what we would call it our hockey-centric 
edition of the house that happens we want to thank joe uh etobicoke jody for showing up and talking about silly things like vermin on the boston bruins but we'll let that go you know what i'm saying and as andrew as you can see i'm staying up on your toronto maple leafs you are you know what I mean? I'm keeping Party, a close buddy. eye. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it for the rest of the season. I'm gonna know more about the Leafs, including the names and numbers of every player by the All Star wow. break. It's coming. This guy can't even learn the names of his own uh, team. That's but he's right. Learn but the, I, I, the Leafs. I'm in the house so I can diss the fans. So all you people at the house that happens here live at Shoeys in Etobicoke, Cruz will acquiesce to his Maple Leaf knowledge if you want to believe it. But we do keep. Tabs on the Habs. And on that note, I just want to let you know, my name is Cruz. And I'm Andrew Milani. Thanks for listening. We're out of here.